Welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your host, Christian investment advisor, financial planner, and coach, Bob Barber. Well, Sean, this is going to be a interesting program. Yeah. As I was putting it together, the, one of the reasons I did is because uh, I was talking to a client that's retired, and he has found a ministry, and his ministry is to retired people. Hmm. And um, he was he told me many things about retirees, and the pitfalls of retirement. So today's program is going to be called the pitfalls of retirement, and next week we're going to be uh, go over the keys to a successful retirement. All right. So Sounds like a good two-parter. Today's going to be kind of a little bit rough because we're, we're going to go into the, all the pitfalls of, of retiring well. And I want, I want people to understand that they're, they're, retirement's not all it's cracked up to be. And I speak with a lot of retirees that have told me these very things. And there's going to be 10 things that we're going to go over, but nine of them don't have anything to do with finance. Okay. So I, I think that uh, those that are about to retire, um, maybe if someone's younger and your parents are about to retire, this is something they ought to listen to because there's a lot of good materials that are in here. Um, I wrote this as I was in the mountains of Colorado on vacation for a couple of weeks and, and really so searched as yeah. I wrote this, this program. Okay. So... There's a scripture about retirement in the Bible. There's one scripture about retirement, only one in the entire Bible. Yet when it comes to work, there's over 500 scriptures. Wow. So I think God emphasizes work a lot more than retirement. So if you'll read... It seems like it. it if you'll, I mean, just based on the math. Yeah, based one, on that. One time for retirement, 550 times for work, according to the, the NIV, right? And in other versions, too. And yeah. as you read this, I think it's important for people to understand the context of this. And I'll explain a little bit about that All after right. you read it. So go ahead. All right. So we're going to be reading Numbers 8, verses 24 through 26. This applies to the Levites. Men, 25 years old or more, shall come to take part in the work at the tent of meeting. But at the age of 50, mm -hmm. they must retire from their regular service and work no longer. They may assist their brothers in performing their duties at the tent of meeting, but they themselves must not do the work. This then is how you are to assign the responsibilities of the Levites. The context that, th that this is in is that you've gotten older mm -hmm. and you're not going to be doing the heavy lifting anymore. Makes sense. But you're still going to be assisting right. and being a mentor to the younger generation. So you, you still have a purpose. A duty. That's right. You still have a duty, just not the same type of roles or responsibility. Yeah, and Gary, if you'll pop that scripture up one more time for me and see where it says performing their duties. So right. that's important that they're performing their duties at the tent of mm -hmm. the meeting. So, Sean, you know, I, I looked up and did a lot of, lot of st st statistics on this, okay? 
And um, what do you see that the average retirement age is in the U.S. It's, now? It's now 63. Yeah. Not 65. It's now 63. That's, that's interesting. Now, you know, I turned 60 this year in June. So, but Sean, don't worry. Audience, don't worry. I don't plan on retiring. My wife says no way anyway. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've, I've known you long enough now to, to you, you would never retire, at least not in the traditional sense. I mean, well, you, you might... Like the Levites, you might shift your focus a little bit, yeah, but right. I could I could never see you just playing golf or something all the time. Yeah, right. Go ahead and read those other two there. According to a Pew Research Center analysis of the most recent official labor force data as of the third quarter, 2021, mm -hmm. it's a mouthful, 50.3% of U.S. adults aged 55 and older said they were out of the labor force due to retirement. Did you know it was that high? No. I would have never figured it was that high either. Not for 55 and older. Yeah. I mean, I could have, yeah, I could have seen closer to 65 and older, right. but... But, but you wow. know, Sean, I, I mean, I'm 60, and so all my high school graduates, and I'm seeing a lot of those that graduated from yeah. high school, they have been retired a couple of years now. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. You want to read the next one? You got it. All right. The next one is, the average life expectancy for men today is 76.1 years. Women, 81.1 years. For 50% of adults that retire around 55, that's more than 20 years in retirement. And many of those will live even longer, at another 30 to 35 years Yeah, into yeah. retirement. What we do with all that time matters. It sure does. What are you going to do? I mean, you don't want to retire from life. So here's the 10 pitfalls to retiring well. And... Again, a lot of this uh, stems from talking to an individual that that is his ministry, and, yeah. and he really helped explain this too. And number one is loss of a daily routine, going from everyday activity to a more sedentary lifestyle. Mm. You know, getting up in the sense. morning, getting in your car, going to work, yeah, seeing people. That routine is gone. Yeah, he described one thing to me, and you know, we live in a military area. San Antonio right, right. has all these military bases. And he described something to me that he's actually heard, he heard a general tell him, he said, I went from one day and, and the colonel or lieutenant colonel, sure. whatever you may yeah. be in the military, got an officer. I went from one day having a staff under me and, and, and having a purpose to the very next day the most important was they could taking my dog out for a walk and picking up behind it. Okay, I didn't want to say this first. No, no, no. But, I, but I think you, we all understand I what you were. So you think about that. You go from leadership all of a sudden to what's my purpose? And after a couple of weeks of that, your purpose starts to move down. You start like, yeah. I got to do, I got to do something. Yeah, I mean, that makes that makes a lot of sense. I mean, whether you're working somewhere, we have to commute. Or even people, because a lot has changed. There's a mm -hmm. lot of people right. that work out work of their home, home now. I mean, our new, uh, my wife and I's new neighbors, the guy works from home, you know, because mm -hmm. he, he's in tech for a you know financial right. institution, and and just not having that anymore. Like, well, why do I need to get up the normal time? I mean, what I what, am I, what am I going to do today? Right. Yeah, I can yep. definitely see that. Which goes to that second one. Yeah. So the second one, lack of physical activity. I see that too. Like for, for me, I, I had to switch recently to working out early in the, well, some of you may laugh when I say early at 5.50 is 
you know, like I've been up for two hours at that point. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but for me, I, I had to switch due to just some stuff with the, my son. And, mm-hmm. and so I, I would not get up to work at 5.50 a.m. if I didn't have to be at work mm-hmm. at, at 8. <laughs> so, so one of those things that you got to be careful of is, is just a sedentary lifestyle. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. That third one is a lack of mental stimulation. Yeah. I could, I could definitely see that yeah. too. I mean, we're constantly learning in, in this industry and we're not alone. Obviously there's a lot of industries you have to keep learning, but that purpose of while I'm at work and I, I want to learn, I want to grow, we're mm-hmm. trying to be better at my job, trying to do better at what we're doing for our clients. That kind of builds in that mental stimulation. All of a sudden you remove the work and well, I mean, maybe I could do Sudoku. I don't know. <laughs> now this fourth one is interesting. This is one of the ones that, um, my friend told me that maybe it's number one is possible boredom. Yeah, yeah, just not not knowing what to do, not and not and that, now next week. Remember, we're going to talk about the ten keys to a successful retirement. Yeah, so there's so a positive side to this. There's we're a just, positive side. We're covering yeah. the the pitfalls. Right I know, now. I know. And stay tuned for next yes, week. Yes, exactly. Uh, number five. Oh, can you see that one? Lack of self identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I know a lot of guys right now that if they didn't have their job. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would know who they are. And you know what's interesting? You said you know a lot of guys. I've noticed that this maybe applies more to men for that identity. than women. Yeah. yeah, it does. Because I notice when a lot of a lot of women when they're older, they get more involved with other women. Just like Rachel, she my wife, yeah. she she's got her group of women and they go do things everywhere. Yeah. And so <laughs> you know, they're going all the time. Well, you know, and it's a lot of it's just been kind of our culture, I think, that especially for, for men, where your identity can so easily get wrapped up in your career, your right. job. It's like, well, if you're successful in your career, like, you know, you don't say, oh, I'm, I'm a father of two and I'm involved in my church. Like, what do you? Oh, I'm a lawyer. Or I'm a that, that's advisor. exactly right. Men, we, we used to say that. And I was, you know, I was involved in the family life ministry for a long time. And that's what guys always do. The guys go, well, what do you do? Right. Okay. Not who are you? What yeah, do you do? What do you do? And, yeah. it's, and it goes comes back to work. So when you retire, you don't have that identity anymore. So so that that lack of self identity. Yeah. Number six is the lack of social interaction with other people. Yeah, you you've got to get out and, and be careful of that. And you know you can become lonely. Well, that that goes even to right now with people working from home. That's also the the big thing that yeah, there may be a lot of advantages to mm-hmm. employees and and to employers, but just like in retirement. You've got to be careful. If you're all of a sudden going from being in an office five days a week, eight to five, and now you're working from home and you have almost no social mm-hmm. interaction, you can be lonely now, not just in retirement. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that's why we're returning back, not all the way to the yeah, office, yeah. but but like you know, with me, yeah. I do a lot of reviews and things from home through Zoom, but then I come to the office a lot too. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Number seven. Trying to find happiness and self-indulgence. We see a lot of that in retirees. And uh, this is something that I really did a lot of soul searching on and found out that they're trying to find happiness through traveling everywhere or through golf or through materialism and buying more things. And that's not going to create happiness, you know. And, you know, the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience. You say just joy. It's not being, there's a difference between joy and happiness. Right. Okay. So you need to Happiness is more of the the feeling that you have in the moment. And joy is something that, well, for one, it comes from God. It's an attribute 
of God himself. So I'm going to give you the one key. I'm not going to give you all 10. I'm going to give you one key the next year, week. And that number one key is being in God's plan. Yeah. Okay. Amen. All right. Number eight is a, a lack of meaningfulness tied to a real purpose in life. Like, why am I here now? I've, and this is why you'll, it heads into number nine, that lack of purpose is depression. Did yeah. you know that? Did you know that retirees, almost one third of retirees from a research are depressed? I didn't know the statistics, but it also does not surprise me at all. I mean, mm -hmm. with, with all the things that we've already covered, I would be surprised if we didn't see a lot of that. Yeah. I mean, frankly, the fact that it's a third, that actually kind of surprises me that it's not higher. What did it really? Because I even thought, well, a third is, that's a lot. That's a lot yeah. of retirees that are having symptoms of depression and that's dangerous. Yeah, I, and I, I, I want to emphasize. I that. would think if anything, it's probably a third that have been, uh, you know, they're, they're estimating, but it's also because of how many people actually seek help. Oh, and, that's and, true. And so it, it could be because there's a lot of people I think that that suffer from depression that don't realize that's what the issue is. Yeah, it's like oh, I'm just you know I need to focus on more positive things. But yeah, and, and I have in here it's very important to seek help immediately if you think yeah. this is going on. If you're or if you have a loved one right. that is exhibiting those signs, like get get help for them. Like that's not something to joke around with. Now we've mentioned nine things so far that are non-financial. Non-financial. <laughs> so we gotta have at least one. Though, we right? gotta have one, and so that that is lack of retirement funds to withstand inflation, market fluctuations, and major unexpected expenses. Yeah. So not having a good financial and investment plan that updates automatically is yeah. one of the reasons that uh, you know. Uh, the no, pitfalls Bob, of retirement. When you say updates automatically, what, what do you mean by that? Well, a, a system that is looking at your assets every single day and recalculating to make where are you now. Right. And okay. we've just gone through a bear market, yeah. as we know. And I, so far, say knock on wood, <laughs> I've not had a, a single client that this bear market has affected their long-term retirement. Yeah. But some people it could. Well, a, a big part of that would be people who are, you know, panicking in the middle of that bear market. That's and they true. decide to, oh, I'm gonna move into cash or I'm gonna move into, you know, precious metals of some kind, you know, something like that. And and then they miss out on when the markets do start to recover. By the time they move back into the markets, they already lost most of that opportunity. And, and, so, and they didn't go to a financial planner advisor before, too, so they didn't really count the cost yeah. and yeah. understand what they do need for retirement going into retirement, and that's a major pitfall for the financial side of it. What I have from Luke 14, 28 there. So um, suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? Amen. Amen. That's a good retirement uh, verse. <laughs> so the, the takeaway here is to, to, to properly plan to fund your retirement for years and and find something meaningful to give you a purpose mm -hmm. during retirement. You know, it could be working with a nonprofit. I love Habitat for Humanity. Yeah. You can guess why, because I love building, building. Yep. right? <laughs> or perhaps something you're passionate about that you can help train the next generation, like we mentioned yeah. in the beginning. Uh, in Leviticus. So just don't 
fall into that trap of thinking you're going to be on vacation every day. Yeah, that's that's a trap that that leads to nowhere. Yeah, I mean, there's okay. nothing there's nothing wrong with traveling and vacationing, but just don't don't let that be the primary thing that you do. Your purpose. It's just for all of the reasons we mentioned. Yeah, exactly. So we hope I hope this. 10 pitfalls of retirement has helped you. Of course, next week we're going to have the 10 keys to overcoming that. And I think it's important that you watch both of these together. So if you if you see this week and it's coming out, wait, I mean, you got to see the next one that we're going to be doing called the, the 10 keys to overcoming the 10 pitfalls of retirement and retiring well. So we're calling so, it the 10 keys. So this is retirement. our cliffhanger episode. Yeah, it is kind of got to come back next yeah. week to find out how it ends. <laughs> So next week is going to be 100% positive about those 10 keys to retiring well. So we invite you to uh, come back next week. If you have any questions about today or you're looking for a Christian financial advisor, please give us a call at 830-609-6986 or visit us on the web at christianfinancialadvisors.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks and have a great day. We invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective. To make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes, you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. To learn more about integrating your faith with your finances, visit ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com or call 830-609-6986. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA Christian Financial Advisors, also known as Christian Financial Advisors Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guests. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.